Welcome. Welcome. To Road Sodas. Hey. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Warden. I'm the other host, Jimbo Shaw. Jimbo Shaw over there, and this is a... This is a podcast where we go through and tell you the stories of true crime. We review the new superhero movies, and then we also we just talk about The Office for the final two hours. I uh, hey, we're also huge Grey's Anatomy fans, so you know we we pick an episode at the end of each e- of one of our episodes, you know, just just to kind of spotlight where we are in our Grey's watching. I'm sorry, Jimbo, but uh, you must have forgotten that's only available on our Patreon feed for our. Ultra Dwight Schrute Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica dedicated level fans, which is $69 or more a month. Classic. Classic. It's a good program, though. Honestly, it goes to a good cause. <laughs> ah. Oh, I, not The Office, the Patreon $69 program. Yeah, that yeah. goes straight into the... the uh... <laughs> I got nothing. That's where it goes. Are we still uh, trying to free the glutens? Is gluten free? Are they still? Do they? They need a country of their own. Oh, um, actually, that's that's actually one of Joe Biden's, you know, first first points as president is the war on gluten. I tell you, Jack, we're gonna free the glutens. <laughs> yep. Well, they need freeing. <laughs> I keep seeing signs outside of restaurants. All my food has this GF on it now. <laughs> I thought it was a gift, but it doesn't move. Some people tell me they're pronounced Jeff. Jack? Okay, Jack? <laughs> now, back in the day, it was called a, a Jeff. Today, they, they call it a Jack. Jeff? What? Ah, uh, good old Sleepy Ben. <laughs> so, uh, what you got today? Looks like a glass bottle. Two of them. Wow. Ooh, classic. <laughs> we are, we are like dusting off the shoulders. Wow, that, you know, that visual. I'm gonna try to describe it, and I'm not gonna do a very good job. But uh, guess who's taking Jaeger to the face from the bottle? That guy. And then he's he appears to be chasing it with some form of whiskey, maybe a Jim Beam variety. Not just Jim Beam. Jimmy, I just bought that still has a Giants logo on the front. Los Gigantes de Baseball. And I figured out why. I, I got it from the uh, convenience store, the little mom-pop shop. You've been to it, where we got the 30 racks and such. And uh, that's the, the biggest liquor bottles they sell are our fifths. And so on the, on the rack there, they go all the way back to the wall, probably like five or six bottles deep on the popular stuff. And then like the weird stuff, like Aperol, they'll just have one out there. But uh, I realized what clearly must have happened is they bought like a bunch of cases back during baseball season because it's only ever the front bottle that has the Giants logo. All the ones behind it are regular, and I think they just restock it really quickly. Like, they just pull a new one out, put it up, and so it's like five or six normal bottles with one Giants logo in the front. It's all it's all in the eyes from the cashier. Like, he's ringing you up with that Giants bottle, and then, like, he just, he just does, like, a little side glance to the guy in the back, and he's like, yeah, I'm on it. Giants up front. <laughs> uh, I've bought a few of these now because they've had them for months. And uh, they've asked me specifically, like, are you a Giants fan? As if, like... The reason you're buying so many fifths of Jim Beam is because they have Giants logos on them. 
I'm a collector, sir, and I like collecting all of the same bottle. It's either that, or they think that I'm. Uh, I could be so against the Giants that I wouldn't want to drink whiskey with their logo on the front. Which also, I can't put myself in those shoes. Like, granted, I'm not a huge sports guy, and therefore not a huge sports fan. But like, let's say it was a band that I didn't like, I'd still buy it. Like, but it's fine. Yeah, they didn't have anything to do with the stuff inside of it, and it doesn't change the price. So. Ring me up, big boy. Yeah, and it's not like they're exclusive. Like, I'm sure Jim Beam has bottles with every baseball team logo on it, just mm. distributed nationally. Not the Blue Jays. <laughs> well, they only like Canadian rye up there. Well, they didn't play in Canada this year. The Buffalo Blue Jays. Here's to you. Wait, is that real? Oh, well, last year. I mean... Yeah, yeah, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Ho- hopefully they stay, but I, I don't think they are. I don't know. We'll see what happens, because... uh the numbers are still going up. Did they officially move, or were they just located there similar to, like, the bubbles for the NHL and stuff? Their bubble was America. <laughs> yes. In that Canada would not allow them to travel back and forth as the baseball schedule requires. I mean, that's Canada. Yeah, that is Canada. But, yeah, getting real getting real jazzed for that, uh, that soup. Well, not allowed to say it, but uh, there's a there's a large, large uh, vessel of a football game coming up, and I'm sure my team is not in it. Actually, I know for a fact my team isn't in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got uh, eliminated like before the playoffs started. So, looking forward to baseball. Here we go. Hell yeah! I I believe they're still planning on having the Olympics next summer. Yeah, I saw something that um was kind of troubling. And it was, it was, it's one of these, you know, drawing the correlations from the past to the future. Which always work. They're always 100% accurate. They've never been wrong. Yeah. If you can read a history book, you can predict the future. Yeah. (laughs) That's how it works. Uh, So France hosted the 1938 World Cup. Of course. There was one other thing, but then it had uh, Japan canceled the 19... 40 or the IOC canceled the 1940 Tokyo Olympics Mm. 1941 Pearl Harbor gets bombed so what happens France wins the World Cup I mean Russia hosted it but France wins the World Cup in in 2018 2020 Tokyo Olympics get canceled Uh uh-oh 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 don't worry it's a memorial I mean (laughs) it's gonna be bombing already sunken ships yeah uh, I kid. We're allies with those guys. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, you know, we were we were so angered by by Hirohito uh, and his and his wartime policies that we let him stay in power until 1989. But that's neither here nor there. Water under the bridge, or the USS Arizona. A long, cold, shitty bridge. Yes. Wait, the USS what? Arizona. The USS Indianapolis. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's some water under that one, too. Carrying the bum, the Hiroshima bum. Uh, before I uh, get into that again. Yeah, and I would also like to apologize to all of our World War II veteran listeners. <laughs> this this was just humor. Was, yeah, don't want to wipe out that honor, huge demo. Yeah, <laughs> we honor your service. Uh, I've got that itch to watch Band of Brothers again. That, like, six-month itch. Six-month? Dude, it's bad. Every six months, I got to watch at least half of it. Yeah. 
I know what you mean. Yeah. I really do. Well, uh, hopefully, you know, it's it's timely and it doesn't doesn't, you know, make you shirk other responsibilities in your life because this is a responsibility watching band of brothers big time now uh we got an email i mean it, it's perfectly self-deprecating perfectly executed just a tremendous email all around from former guest current friend former roommate and current roommate uh, matt s also frequent uh contributor and collaborator <laughs> yeah yeah so uh i'm gonna read it part of it is just a very complimentary to me about a cutting board i made it, it's delightful and i appreciate it but i'm not going to read it on here because that just makes me feel itchy and gross so i'm going to start a paragraph with secondly just ignore that so the email <laughs> fuck man even the subject is good you know i actually uh i didn't i had like a gut reaction to it which is the best part <laughs> it was one of those things like i know matt's a writer like, I know that, but I don't read the stuff he writes. I mean, like, I got to benefit from it when he was our dungeon master, of course. But, like, you know, I'm not reading his short stories or anything. So, like, to just see him, like, flex that muscle is just so awesome. <laughs> so, without further ado, uh, the, the message entitled, The Finns Have Contributed Nothing of Any Artistic or Cultural Merit to Modern Society. So, my gut reaction to that was... Uh... What about the Dudesons? Please. <laughs> and it goes thusly. <clears throat> My dearest comrades and former tabletop brothers in arms, in accordance with the many requests which you have made in your broadcasts, I will do my utmost to compose this correspondence in a manner which I hope you will find agreeable. Blah, blah, blah. Complimentary deliciousness. Secondly, I was much aggrieved to listen to you disparage the time-honored cinematic genre colloquially known as the, quote, mini-movie. I would have expected you both to be more familiar with the story tradition of that medium, although I cannot fault you entirely, as the piece featuring Mr. Lopez bucks the conventions of the style. Typically, the genre involves a thespian costumed in a red cat outfit who makes house calls to the residences of strangers and serenades them with a rendition of the birthday song. This genre is not to be confused with a singing telegram. As far as I can recall, it fell out of popularity due to actors being assaulted with contraband weaponry during filming. However, I can recommend at least one shining exemplar of the genre to you, assuming you haven't already seen it. I'm pretty confident James has, at least. Finally, I feel compelled to come to my own defense regarding the ending of Rare Exports. In doing so, please forgive me for forsaking the generous anonymity you provided me when recounting the reactions of those who participated in the watch party. It's not that I harbor disdain for narratives which employ a twist upon finale. Perish the thought. In the case of this film, however, the twist is too far a reach. In groping thus, it bucks the logic of the film's universe and shatters suspension of disbelief by evoking a plethora of questions with which it does not, nay cannot, reckon. To name just a few... How would the world respond to the discovery of undying, geriatric-looking men who are prone to violence, incapable of speech, and utterly immune to the elements? If these creatures could be trained to perform a specific job, and if that job has only limited seasonal utility and the training is only partially successful, what is the value proposition for such a laborer and its labor? Could it be quickly and accurately quantified by a man whose only market experience pertains to the sale of livestock? And would there really be global demand for this product, such that it could reliably generate millions of dollars in profit? I worry I may have been too emphatic and inarticulate in my initial reaction, due to the sheer strength of my animus. 
but it cannot be so, my friends. It simply cannot be so. Some men may not concern themselves with such questions. Some men might suggest that the film's utter collapse when asked to stand before any scrutiny is a strong indication that it is not intended to be taken seriously, that you, quote, chill out, and, quote, please stop yelling about narrative cohesion. I can only bite my thumb at such mewling, so unvarnished is my contempt. Anyway, congrats on wrapping the first season of Road Sodas. Here's to a future brimming with can cracks, belches, and wildly entertaining anecdotes. Your friend, who no one would doubt is fun at parties, Matt S. Yeah, Matt, don't ever, uh, don't ever restrain your reactions to things. We love them. And don't you ever apologize to me again, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Goddamn right. Although I guess he really didn't apologize. He, uh... Merely made sure that I understood where he was coming from, which, I mean, God damn it! If that's that is the most articulate thing I've read in a long time, and he, he the prose he chose, assuming I mean, I, I'm now questioning the definition of every word I'm using because I'm afraid I'm talking directly to Matt, so I really mm-hmm. want to stay inside my lane here. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with uh, his verbiage. Really fits the brief as far as it was difficult to read, which probably came through. It was old-timey, but not outdated, and uh, had like one or two words that maybe you got to Google and add to your lexicon. Lexicon, good. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, his his diction is is perfect. I mean, I've always complimented Matt S. on, his, on, on having re- really nice dick. Shun. Sorry. <laughs> taking a sip. It's a tough word to say. I had to take a in, sip. In one breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Without a, a sip. Of, it's a lot of two-syllable oh man well thank you matt thank you for your correspondence and uh i promise uh that that we we will have a much worse christmas movie next year goddamn right elves two, elf well he actually did watch elves with me and uh and john <laughs> hell yeah wait <laughs> both of them no no okay one of, one of them's unwatchable like... <laughs> oh man so last night i was talking with uh Tim and Gary, two of the three members of the fantastically successful band, The Throw Ups. And, oh, no uh, way. Yeah, because uh, th- th- I hear they're unable to practice currently, so they just have oh. a Zoom call. Wieners. <laughs> and butts. But uh, fucking young Gary happened to bring up a movie called Truth or Dare. And it's nice. the one mention, like, it's... Yeah, Truth or Dare with Snapchat filters. But it's specifically, it is that one. Like, yeah. it's it's not a reference to, because I think there's one from the 80s that's, like, kind of regarded as, like, a pretty fun cult, like, campy horror movie. But he was referring to the 2018 one with, with the big smiles. That sucks. Yeah. He said it's, uh, it, it, he, I forget exactly how he'd heard about it, but, like, it was referenced on, I think, some image board that he's on and, like, how about being just a, a fucking terrible movie. Damn man! Wow, you know, I'm I'm sorry that Gary had to waste his time. I think it's kismet. I think it's kismet. We cannot ignore. I think uh, we're destined to watch this film at some point. Maybe not now. Maybe not this year. But at some point. Well, I agree. I I I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, just because you're not happy with the knowledge doesn't make it any less, you know. Uh, weighted. It has less gravitas. I don't know. You have to know sometimes. Like you can go by IMDb ratings all you fucking want to, but until until you read those ten star reviews and really understand what the people love about these movies, you you won't know. I mean, here's the thing. 
I don't know what Speed Racer, the movie, has as reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, Metacritic, any of them, but I know they're all too low. It's a fact. That is that is correct. You are, you are correct. It is the most entertaining movie that a person can watch, and I will yeah. go to the mat for that. I mean, you might – sure, you can argue that cinematography or script writing – or acting, or any any number of individual elements is better in other films. And sure, better might be true, but more entertaining? Not on your goddamn life. Not on your goddamn life. Yep, I agree. That movie, I think, had a budget of $120 million, and there is $500 million worth of entertainment on that goddamn screen. They squeezed every drop of juicy goodness into that. Anyway, we're going to do a whole episode on just that movie at a later date. We have to. We simply must. Huh. Well, how are you, big guy? Uh, I was good this morning, and then halfway through the day, I don't really know what happened, but I realized it on the drive home. Just down. You're great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No idea Uh, what happened. Normally, these things take more than a couple hours to set in, but... Just a nice malaise? Yeah, I'm fighting through it. All right. Good. Well, yeah. I, I, I can tell by the uh, the Jaeger out of the bottle chased with Jim Beam out of the glass. Yeah. It's my nice. way of fighting. Well, it's dark out. so Got a smile on my damn face, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, there's there's some doldrums over here, too. Yeah? You know, the, the harder you work, the less, the less sense things make. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, uh, you know, end of the year, busy, busy work stuff, even with the... The, the Christmas break there, it was still, uh, uh, you know, that that was fairly eventful. Not, obviously we weren't seeing people, but there was still like quite a bit to do. I will say we have in the coming weeks, in fact, I think about the week that this actually comes out, Reagan and I will be helping somebody move. Nice. Classic. So that's guaranteed to, to raise the spirits. Love to do that. And, uh, and then I'm helping somebody just move some furniture tomorrow so right. you know it's not a full move is it is it because you have the truck it's too big for even that it's because right it's because reagan's folks have a suburban and uh mm. but then i think it's because i'm a fella who loudly and proudly has shared with the uh, you know my love of moving with everyone so look man i mean i know we we went over this but gotta reiterate to the audience it's like a workout that you get paid with beer and pizza like yeah fucking great Although I gotta say, this is the first time that, uh, like, so I'm, the other times during lockdown that we helped people move, we were like clearing their crap out of their house. This is a move into, like, we 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 haven't done a lot of that, and uh, luckily tomorrow oh, it's just picking up an outdoor table and benches and dropping it off outside their house. We're not going to go in their house, you know, social distance, all that stuff. But uh, but it, it will be an interesting twist on. Uh, the old beer and pizza move. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, really. Well, cross your fingers. Hope to die. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What's up with that saying? Sunshine, man. That's a Fucking... weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of that going on these days. Uh, well, I think it all goes back to uh, the Ming Dynasty. They had a lot of vases, right? Uh, no, no, that's actually a misnomer. Oh, sorry, vases. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, uh, I believe, uh, yep, we've got the light. That is the stupidest joke we've done yet. <laughs> Ding. 
ding, ding. Hell yeah. Congratulations, everybody on the floor. <laughs> so, uh, since I last recommended uh, something to watch, I've watched other things. Excellent. In my own malaise. Give me homework. Well, I, I think this, you may have mentioned this, or I, I think I mentioned somebody recommending it to me, and you were like, yeah, check it out. But uh, it's a Amazon Prime series called The Boys. Dude, I love The Boys. I'm a big fan of The Boys. All right. Yeah, that's an extremely good show. It uh, It's not good to watch when, when you're not in like a great place. Agreed. It is dark. <laughs> it is very dark. But the one thing I will say that I, I fucking loved about it was Billy Joel. Like, yeah, he's he's not in it at all, except for like, you know, there's like a tiny little snippet of his video, but they play his music all the fucking time. And the kid wears his T-shirts a lot. Yeah. They don't mention why it's in there until like the end of season two. So, yeah, have fun with that one. If you like Billy Joel, you might like this show. If you don't like violence, but you do like Billy Joel, this will be middle of the road. Yeah. I'm I'm going to obey the the no spoiler thing for this cuz I that is a, a hard recommend I believe from both of us to go watch the boys on Amazon but uh I'm just gonna, with no no spoilers but dude the whale fuck the whale yeah it it was a, it was a good good plot device that was like a laugh gasp kind of a moment like a, oh oh no <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I, I watched it in its entirety in like a day and a half, so. Yeah, it's not going to cheer you up, but it will distract you. I got Quite a lot of fucking time on my hands. Yeah. And and I got to say, you know, they, they, they really, you know, I, I don't want to, I didn't read the comic at all, uh, so I don't know how true they stayed to that, but they definitely wrote some good characters and some excellent dialogue. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. Yeah. There is, there is uh, one, one character that I just don't understand at all and uh i mean we, we can talk about this uh the queen mave character she's she's burnt out from the start like, yeah she's she's just like a superhero who's like depressed but part of the superhero team and she's just depressed the whole time and it's just like just quit just and everybody's keeps saying like hey you know you should be be true to yourself the whole the whole time and she's not She's not. I think it's that she hasn't given up hope. Maybe. That's why she can't quit. I think she thinks she can change things from the inside. Oh, yeah. Which makes her stay, but then she's also like... Like McNulty. Yeah. She's pretty... Dude, she's speaking... I was about to bring up The Wire because I was just editing the last episode right before this, and we were talking about The Wire. And so I, I, I tried to do my best remember the quote that Brother Muzone says to Cheese, where it's like, make this man raise his gun at me or whatever. Raise, raise his gun again. Very oddly phrased line, but it sticks with you. Yeah. And uh, so I wanted to go back and listen to the actual phrasing, and clearly it stuck with me, and I didn't forget it again immediately. Uh, I did. But what I noticed right before that, so he, he pulls out the gun, he, shoot, he shoots him in the shoulder, and he goes, Pellets. No, it's just rat shot. Yeah. Is it rat shot? Yeah. I thought he was saying Brad shot, and I had just begun, shot. I had just begun to Google Brad shot and what the fuck because I like I know like Brad's a type of nail like it's a headless nail, and I was like, is that a term? Like do they put nah. like little spikes in a thing? So yeah, that, rat shot that makes way fucking more sense. Yeah. So what it is is like they're they're like little 
where the the bullet is on the the normal bullet. Yeah, it's, it's like buckshot. A little, it's like a little plastic casing shot, filled yeah. with tiny little balls. Yeah, well, rats are quick and wily, man. Absolutely, <laughs> you gotta gotta get a lot of lead into them, and you don't want to miss with one shot. So you, you know, you turn your twenty two into a shotgun. I mean, really, I really I went to the right guy to ask this question because I just did not know what the fuck he was. Saying. Part of it's the fact that cheese slash method man is uh, kind of moaning in the background so it is kind of hard to hear but a uh, rat shot mm-hmm. yeah some call it pest shot or pest rounds but rat shot it's it's a good colloquial term rat shot sounds like a punk band that i'm not aware of yeah or like the special drink at the worst bar Ooh, yeah like you can get it you can get yourself a pork soda and a rat shot <laughs> come in 9 a.m on tuesday we have two dollar rat shots that's the uh, that's the real industry death from COVID is por- the the concept of pork soda. That's gone. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, I only ever went to one place that did it, but I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Th- I thought it was an album. It is an album, but he he got the name from it's it's all the the spilled beer on the bar. Yeah, they just pour that into a into a into pitchers, huh? And call it a pork soda. Yeah, I I thought that was like an urban legend so I, i've i've been to one bar that sold it yeah well yeah still have never seen the jersey turnpike wait yeah you would you you, you want to try to think about what this drink is composed of um i mean just, i can't just think guess. i can't think any liquids jersey's known for is it pork roll and fucking... no no it's in a similar vein as as pork soda Okay, is it, uh... <laughs> it? Its composition can vary wildly based on the establishment, time of day, anything. I, you got to tell me. I don't know. So you know those mats that they keep like closer to the bartenders where they put the glasses upside down and shit. Fuck yeah! With so you take one of those on and them? you pour the liquid out into a into a glass. That's the Jersey Turnpike. Fantastic! <laughs> it sounds like the nastiest thing. Uh, one one could possibly have off of the top of a bar. Yeah, that'll put some chest on your chest. I would rather you. drink that blue cleaning fluid that they that they jam the pint glasses into. Oh, I thought you were going to say that they put the combs in barbershops. Ah, Barbicide's got a nice taste, actually. A pretty good buzz you catch off of it, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, Barbicide. Yeah, what a good word. That's, that's also a term for when you murder someone named Barbara. Oh, really? I assume. Okay. Barbicidal maniac. <laughs> you know, there's you know there's a journalist out there just waiting. It's like, all right, one Barbara has died. I just Come need, on. I just need a one more, and then we, we have a barbicidal maniac. He's got a Google alert set. <laughs> but um, so I lost the free trial of HBO Max. I I ended up unsubscribing from it in time that's, you're welcome you're... that's good so i only got through season oh, two of the wire and does the, does the person whose hulu account it was listen yeah do i know who it is yeah okay <laughs> but i so i made it through season two of the wire and then i got into season three i got like three quarters of the way through nice so as far as i know the hamster dam experiment worked like it was going <laughs> swimmingly talk about hamster dam <laughs> Baltimore's problems were solved, as far as I know. Yeah, kind of like how Pulp Fiction's a super happy movie that's only about 30 minutes long. Yeah. 
It's all about the Bible. A couple of friends who haven't seen each other in a while. We just we just watch it in the wrong order. Yeah. Yeah. I know Reagan was just saying I was I was talking to her about the Brother Muzone thing. And uh, because that's what I was watching when she came home. And uh, she was like, we got to watch The Wire again. I was like, okay, (laughs) not going to get any pushback from me. And you're like one to five or just like (laughs) see where it goes. I I have a feeling we can get to at least season three. What, like this weekend? No, but just before we fizzle out. All right. Let's see. I mean, you know, sorry, listener. Wire's been out for a long time, so we're going to spoil some shit. Go ahead. Um, season three is is when it starts to get good for me because I, I like the the non-Barksdale yeah. gang. I like Marla Stanfield. Uh, but really, season four is my my favorite because it's just a bunch of middle schoolers selling drugs and like committing <laughs> murder. Yeah, several of whom went on to be very famous actors. Yeah. I mean, it, dude... It it gave a lot of people some some great starts. Yeah, but like a few of them were children, like full yeah. children that are now like famous mega movie stars. Yeah, but uh, yeah, for me, like season five, it, it concludes everything. I think pretty well. Like I think it's a pretty good. Like a lot of times, the big popular series has a hard time wrapping itself up. Uh, Breaking Bad, I think, is one of the stupidest fucking endings of any show ever. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure people will love you for that one. Yeah, I don't. Even, no, that's not even a hot take. Like, plenty of people hated it. Plenty of people love it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, Sopranos ended so shittily. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the Sopranos, but I do remember everybody freaking out, both positively and mostly negatively, about that. But I think The Wire did a pretty good job with you know all the hype around it being an incredibly good show. But the problem with me for, for me is that the fifth season's a bit of it's a slog to me. Like, it's not bad ever. It's do you, just do you like, know why? Tell me why. Because, like, each season they add a new layer. So, like, season one, it was cops and the Barksdale organization. Okay. And then it was cops, Barksdale organization, the docs. And sure enough, the docs kind of go away. But Pretty then, much, like, yeah. <laughs> but then they add politics. And then yep. they add... You know, the the school system. Then they add, in season five, the journalists. So, like, they have all these stories that they just have to keep going. That's why it feels like a slog is because, like, you're you're watching one episode and it's only telling you, like, 15 minutes, but of, like, 40 different characters. And for me, it's like you're watching some of your favorite characters behave in ways where you're just like, stop it. Stop yeah, it. it off. Like, I, I was fine when you were just a drunk asshole, but, like, I don't like this whatever this is knock it off uh well i'm i'm i do like season five of the wire i like a lot of the cast that they brought in and i wish they could have found something for clark johnson earlier who's the the editor of the paper yes i wish i wish they could have gotten him just in a police uniform or or somewhere you know different character every season kind of a thing yeah whatever he's the cop who gets injured (laughs) <laughs> yeah then he's uh <laughs> and he comes back with a mustache and it's like oh, yeah. oh it's- he, he comes back with a mustache and he's one of the enforcers at the docks <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh it's rob johnson cool <laughs> yeah yeah i mean a lot of people didn't like uh some of the angles that they played in season five but honestly you know how else could they could they I think it wrapped it up really well like it's it's as good as you're going to get without making it like a full fairy tale, like saccharine bullshit ending. Like, I think they did a good job. 
Yeah, and it's an HBO show, so it has to end. Like, they have an end point for it. It's not like, you know, all right, David Simon, you're renewed for seven more seasons. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's he not had how, to fight. It's not, he, it's not how I met your mother. <laughs> yeah. He had to fight to, like, keep it on the air. And they were like, no, it was really depressing. Like, it really, it's like, yeah, but it opens people's eyes. Um, I think the, the one takeaway, though, is, like, yes, like, the show ended, but, like, all of their problems still exist. <laughs> yeah, it didn't it, it hammers that home. Anything. I mean, it really does a pretty good, like, it's not a vignette because it's the full season, but, like, on the scale of the whole show, season two really demonstrates that. Because the docs, like, several people in the, the Stevedore union are just trying to improve the docs. Some of them are not involved in crime and just want the docs to be better and, like, dredge out some things and it just doesn't happen and they're just like all right well a bunch of people are dead and went to jail and i'm homeless now yeah and it didn't they they didn't even like their crimes didn't even pay off for the non-crime people it's worse for us yeah 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 well i mean it's the middle class man they yeah they really hate the middle class in that show i feel like the wire could also just be called social entropy (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> we got to pull up. We're spiraling, bud. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, how goes, uh, I don't know, anything else? Uh, everything else. It's, uh, yeah. I'm kidding. Um, I got some uh, some irons in the fire, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Last time I was down at my parents, I uh, I swiped my elementary school no middle school i think it was middle school recorder yeah okay yeah when you say recorder are you talking about the plastic musical instrument correct or okay Mm -hmm. yeah the the seven note recorder yeah yeah the reason i swiped it a like i'm i'm not you know too musically inclined right now i have too many musical instruments for my abilities anyway but on it still visible scratched in pencil is corn with a K and a backwards R. No shit. Shit, yes. That rules. Well, we were big corn fans back then. We were. I don't know if you saw uh, my most recent uh, Instagram post, but... I saw I saw a mug. Yeah. So, we did a, a socially distanced white elephant in our backyard with just a couple of friends, and it was one of those... We, we didn't do any stealing or anything, because then you're just sharing objects it was just you go up and grab a thing and it's yours and it, and that's it and i happened to get the one that tim tim got mine i got tim's we basically got each other presents excellent are and, you allowed to reveal what he got well if it's less funny because actually reagan and i went to the same store so technically he got more of the reagan one and our other friend got the me one i got some fun snacks and stuff some japanese uh. snacks but he got a matcha, a matcha set, some matcha tea, a little matcha stir, and a mug. And then he got me, or you know, his person who ended up being me, a corn mug, like a coffee mug, and a shot, like a, I forget the volume of it. It's like I don't know, four ounces of CBD that you're supposed to put like a couple of drops into like your tea or something. It's like lemon ginger flavored, and it's not a tincture. I. Don't know. I've barely inspected it. Yeah, I mean, like tincture. It's it's most likely made with with alcohol, and that 
that might not mix with yeah. the yeah. I think what it is, the thing that I found the funniest is that it looks like one of those bullshit gas station drinks you'd get in like. I don't know, Kentucky or something where they're not allowed to actually or like Ocean City, Maryland, when we were growing up, where they could sell the CBD from hemp, which is not apparently the same as CBD from like the actual marijuana plant. So it's just the same as buying like Spanish fly or goat weed or it's just like it's just a nothing burger. Mm -hmm. So it's very funny to have that when in order for Tim to come over to my apartment, he has to walk past the dispensary like like a like a recreational dispensary so knowing that he can just buy real weed and, and got that is is very funny to me nice. I, nice and maybe it is real weed and it's just packaged to look like that's eh, cbd fake cbd shit but like i mean well, but, but i mean maybe it's like one of those 20 to 1 cbd to thc maybe there's a bit of thc in it i have no idea i barely read the, the pa- I, I will be using it but i haven't read the packaging fully yet that could be but uh you know that that reminds me of of one thing that I got from a dispensary up here, and it was a, a THC tonic. Pretty similar. It was like a small bottle of liquid. You know, it it basically said, hey, go slow. Nice. You know, like, like all warning labels on this shit does. So what do I do? Chug the whole fucking thing. Hell yeah. Hits me hard in 15 minutes. Whoa. And is done by two hours. It is the ideal thing to drink when you're purchasing your ticket for your Adam Sandler movie at the movie theater. <laughs> because you will just you'll just laugh, feel great for like an hour 45 and then it's over. Credits roll. It's like, "Wait, did I just laugh at Rob Schneider like six times?" Yeah. Yeah, you did. Oh, I'm a carrot. Uh, but I mean, Rob Schneider derp to derp. <laughs> I don't I don't know you know what the long-term effects of of drinking your THC would be but I'm going to explore some more. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, so I got a I got a bunch of weed plants in our toilet and uh making some CBD tonic or THC tonic. Nice. Yeah, I mean we use the shower and the sink anyway, so like we're like we're sink pissers here. Hell yeah. There's a uh there's a song by the band Down off their newest record, which is not good. And I'd like that band, but it's not good. But the first single off of it was called Witch Tripper. And it's I, I, they were trying to get like voodoo-y, I guess, because they're from New Orleans. I don't fucking know. But the chorus... Some of them are from New Orleans. All of them. No, one of them's from North... No, they're all from New Orleans. Are they... Is it still the same lineup? Uh, actually, at this point, yeah. I'm no longer sure. Um, <laughs> Originally, yeah. yeah originally, formed, everybody <laughs> formed was... formed down there. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, yeah, there's there's two there's two other dudes in it that might not be. But uh, regardless, this the chorus is just uh, Phil and someone just going witch tripper, witch tripper, all right. Like he's just saying witch tripper over and over again, and whatever. Like it's not a good song, but like that line I just replaced with sink pisser, sink pisser, all right. Every time I'm peeing in a sink, and uh, it's very funny to just me at the, like. If if someone's laughing to that right now, you gotta email us and let me know that that hit. But uh, the the overlapping circles of down fan and sink pisser who listens to this, I think my best shot is uh, is you. <laughs> I haven't heard Witch Tripper. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to too much of Down's new stuff. It's not good. I mean, when I say new, it came out you know like 
I was still in Boston at the time. Okay. That's their newest stuff because promptly after that, Phil and Selma got extremely canceled. Yeah, I, I know I know he's fallen on some some rougher times. That was one of those or, ones or where his rough times are catching up with him. Yeah, it's one of those ones where like nobody was surprised. I think we're all surprised he got as far as he did without anybody having video evidence of him hiling while shouting white power. Yeah, you can't you can't do that uh in front of a camera. And you shouldn't ever. <laughs> I'm not even gonna check with you on that one. That's that's the road soda stance. Correct. Correct. That's Indeed. an easy line to choose what side you're on. Yep, I have blonde hair and blue eyes and uh <laughs> do not want to hile. Yeah. This despite me describing you as swarthy last episode, uh you're not. Thanks. Thanks. I'm not I I'm not. If I were I, I I'm too I'm too pasty. Well, I mean comes with the territory, man. It does. Huh. Well, I'm not sorry, Phil and Selmo. Yep. But Sink Pisser. Sink Pisser! Sink Pisser, alright! <laughs> Sink Pisser! I mean, it's just, that's literally the whole chorus, just with different words, but. Yeah, like the, the R rated out Weird Al Yankovic is like, ah, I wish, I wish I had an audience for this one. Yep. And it's, and it's us. Yep. So Weird Al, uh, message to you. Loyal listener, get on it. Yeah, stop doing accordion solos for Weezer while they cover Toto, and instead do some down shit that, you know, again, only like seven people are going to laugh at, but those seven people are going to laugh really fucking hard. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to make your joke specific. Yeah. Like, some people like to know their audience, and sometimes the audience is really small. Look, that's why we have a small audience. Sure, we could have a bigger audience. We could do a Scrubs podcast. We could do a Gilmore Girls podcast. Bring them well, all in. Well, I mean, we, we do. I mean, that's the side prod. prod did I say podcast? We can't. Ben, cut this out. Ben, cut this out. <laughs> Producer Ben. Side podcast. That's our side podcast. It's called Rub-A-Dub Scrubs, and it's where you and I FaceTime each other from the bathtub, and we go through episode by episode and talk about our favorite we just talk about one character per run through. So we have to go through the seasons a number of times. We're currently on the, the Dr. Kelso run through. Correct. Yeah. And our segment is on uh, varieties of potpourri. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where you go with patchouli, the other kind. The, the one with the dried leaves, the one that has the cinnamon and the, the, the orange peel. Ooh, seasonal and festive. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're past there now. Even though we keep talking about rare exports and elves, which, guess what? We're going to talk about it every episode this year. Christmas in July, rare exports again. <laughs> uh, it just won't stop. Santa is is a cruel bitch. Oh, man. You, uh, it's a fly in the ointment, huh? I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a Giants brand Jim Beam. I'm wondering if it's like a bit of ginger. Oh, yeah? I don't know. Ginger bit? Do you guys have a dishwasher? Yep. Okay. I don't know. Every now and then a piece of whatever gets stuck to something. Oh, no. I mean, this was spick and span when I began. Oh, okay. So it came out of the bottle. It came, or it like fell from above. Like I am in a closet. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in the closet with you, man. Don't affect the taste, baby. 
Uh, never does. Never does. Ah, for the listener, there were some bits in my glass, if that wasn't immediately obvious. Oh, man. Whew. So, when was the last time you drank Jaeger out of a bottle? And there is no wrong answer to this question. So, the most memorable time within the past few years that I can remember is I went to my friend's wedding who knew me in college, and that was, you know, end of high school and all of college were my extremely drinking Jaeger all the time days. And so even though it was their wedding, they bought me a bottle of Jaeger, like a pint, not like the the full-size one, and uh, were like, fucking drink it. And so I did. (laughs) And yes, we were at, I think, 13,000 feet. So I got extremely drunk. (laughs) Woof, man. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, yeah, I can't do that high altitude drinking. It is like being a Kenyan marathon runner. Yeah. I have to, like, acclimate for for like a year and a half, I think. Dude, just waking up at that altitude, you wake up dehydrated, even if you went to bed stone sober. You just wake up dry. Your body's just like, we burned up everything we had keeping you alive through the night. Yeah. God I'm help like, you I... if you drink at all. <laughs> and we're not, like, hydrating fellas. No. <laughs> Yeah, I am I am desiccated anytime I go above like 2000 feet. Yeah, I'm trying to I've been trying real hard to hit 3 glasses of water during a work shift, which is 10 hours. Is really hard. I drank a bottle of water today and I was like, that was a lot of water. Like, right? Whoa. It's so much. Dude, if I drink 3 glasses in that 10 hour period, I will be I'll piss a gallon. Like <laughs> I just I won't stop. And that, and that honestly, it puts me off from, from trying to even get hydrated. I think what it is is that my body's like so used to it that it's yeah. like we're drowning now and that maybe if I just powered through, it would even out. But I don't want to power through. I'm just like, I don't, I, I'm getting up every goddamn 15 minutes. You don't want to spend the two week, like awkward b- bladder expansion period. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Other than beer, you know? We love beer, so got to drink a lot of it. Gonna pee. You got to hydrate. Got to drink all that beer. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's got less alcohol, more water, right? Same great taste, less filling. Science. Ugh. Oh man. Well, I hear. Uh, I hear that you've got a you got a car that you drive on the street with other cars, and those other cars sometimes sometimes they have license plates. Hey, it's your uncle. I'm in town. I got a car. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Stakes. That's only a joke for people who know Uncle Stakes. But yes, I believe uh, you're setting us up for the vanity plate of the week. Yeah, it was a pretty poor setup. I'm uh, I'm not really no, good at this on the phone. I'm into it. No, it sets it up even better because this week we're doing something a little different. It's it, it there is a vanity plate of the week, but there's also an additional a little little bonus, a little side app, a little appetizer, a little side dish situation. There's a bumper sticker of the week, my man. Oh, nice. Now, I will let you pick. They've both been sent to you. I don't know what order they arrived in, but you go ahead and pick the order we do them in. I'll go uh I'll go chronologically. So, looks like the bumper sticker came in first. Bumper sticker of the week. Now, if you wouldn't mind <laughs> describing to me what you see on, just just describe the bumper sticker as best you can without trying to give away what it is. 
And again, dear listener, these are all posted. Every time we mention one of these, these are posted on our Instagram, Road Sodas Pod, at Road Sodas Pod on Instagram. And with the exception of the last weeks where maybe I uh, put them in out of order. And if you noticed, good eye. You get the prize. Email us to find out what it is. Yeah, uh, so this, it's on a V8 of some sort? Or is that a V6? No, I think V8. So clearly some sort of asshole. <laughs> has a bumper sticker of some, it's it's a historical flag that people have misappropriated over time. And it's the come and take it flag with a cannon on it. Yeah. And so, uh. So what Ben wants wants to know is, does this cannon look like a Hitachi wand? Nah, dude. It looks tough as fuck. <laughs> yeah, so the cannon is slightly tapered, as cannons are, and it doesn't have the the mounting that a cannon would, would have to be able to get carried around. It's just the metal tube part of the cannon, the actual barrel of the cannon. Um, and with the with the plug over the over the end, that sort of looks like a Hitachi personal massager. It very much does. It looks like a vibrator, like the big vibrator, the one we've all seen. The only one, the the one that is so well known that. So when I first got on Instagram, I, di- I didn't really know what to do because it's a very you know before that I'd, I'd only had Facebook and it's a very different thing, and. Uh, I ended up trying to find like what weird hashtags would be where they are, where they have multiple but disparate fan bases. And I, I came up with two really good ones where if you went to hashtag Hitachi on Instagram and whoever Hitachi's social media department guy or gal or in between is. They have a whole fucking department for that. They, they're, so that's the thing. So Itachi is a huge company. They make everything from front end loaders to personal massagers. They ju- they just make tech. Like next time you're driving past a construction site, you could easily see a bulldozer made by Hitachi. And so if you go to hashtag Hitachi, every now and then you'll catch where they, where they've taken the day off, or maybe they check like once a week or something like this and remove all the porn ones. But it'll just be like a bunch of horny gals like fucking doing like fucking fucking sex pest poses with their Hitachi wands and interspliced with a bunch of just like fucking roughnecks with their fucking like oil rigs and just just giant construction equipment it fucking rules it'd be like if caterpillar also made vibrators yeah and the other really good one i found and it, it it's not really doing it anymore it was only when the song was popular but hashtag anaconda was a pretty even split of videos of gigantic anacondas and Nicki Minaj's big ass. Hmm. And none of the movie? Or do you have to say anaconda film? Like when when the film's title is a word, yeah, not, not like a phrase, you have to say film. Yeah, I mean it's possible that I mean you'd probably see like the snake from Anaconda, like the fucking either the CGI or the practical one, but like it'd be actual anacondas and then butts from that music video. Nice. And I just, yeah, again, very funny to me. Just two disparate but accurate uses of that hashtag. Excellent. Anywho, that's my Hitachi rant. Now, Vanity Plate of the Week. Vanity Plate of the Week. Bum, bum. Oh, man. <laughs> you, you didn't even you didn't even mention my favorite part of this. 
Like, yeah, it's a, it's a good vanity plate, but I think you know what I like about it. Well, I I don't know I don't know what the the license plate liner is is actually trying to refer to, but anytime I see that word, I I think of one thing that's already been referenced that we didn't acknowledge, and that's Super Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be a, an extreme reference because one rabbit, another brand name vibrator. Two, he's the character from Super Troopers. Three, it's that car. That's a Volkswagen Rabbit. That's a type of golf. Yeah, but is that a Volkswagen logo next to the the Rabbit? No, it's it's the Volkswagen Rabbit logo. It's a little Rabbit icon. That oh, they would... okay, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So that's like a triple reference for like our friendship universe. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Although I, I... actually, also four, the Rabbit is also a a brand name of a wine bottle opener. That's really intense looking and I think is battery powered and like pulls the cork out for you. I think it's like advertised for like people over the age of 60, but, uh, just very funny to see a pack, like a little small plastic packaging that says the rabbit. And then it's all like sharp metal corkscrews and shit. And it's just like, that's not what I want. I, yeah, I thought the thing that I was going to shove into my private parts (laughs) was going to be different. Yeah. But hey. Let's fire it up. It's got batteries. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so what we're looking at in the image is a rabbit Volkswagen Golf. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is the the rear end of a Volkswagen Golf, as I know it. The derriere, one might say. Yeah, yeah. The the old hatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you haven't heard me refer to a rear end that way. I have not. It is charming. Well, that's the first time I've done it, so. I almost spilled the last of my whiskey and ginger ale, or ginger beer, all over my my damn self. There you go. All right, well, I'll read the license plate first, just because it gives you the context. And that is Buns Mom. (laughs) B-U-N-S space M-O-M. Buns Mom. No other way to interpret that. Yep. So uh, we got ass mother, (laughs) butt father, Buns Mom and Booty Dad. <laughs> yeah. The Dairy Errants. Mm. Just came nice. up with that one. The Dairy Errants. Wow. That is. I, I can't stop. Solid gold. <laughs> I can't stop. Solid gold. Yeah. I mean, I was going to do something like <laughs> cheeky and PG, like reference the buns as, as rolls. So like, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Rolls Mother. <laughs> That's not cool. No. The Dairy Errants. Cinnamon buns. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> ah, well, buns, mom. I do you ever pull like cut these people off on the highway, force them over into the the breakdown lane, and just say, <laughs> "Hey, what the fuck does that mean? Like, why does it say buns, mom? Like, I've been reading this shit for a half an hour. So, when possible, I do try to get a look at the driver just to be like, "What are we dealing with here?" And it's it is never what I expect it to be. It's always Ever. a teenage boy. No, it's always a different, a, a very display. I just it never lines up. Earlier today, I saw a black Honda Civic, new like a new new model black Honda Civic pulling out of a space that had the the license plate Fat Life, F A T L I F E, Fat Life. The woman driving it very thin, not like too thin, not problematically thin, just like a regular like. Maybe it's a term. Maybe fat. 
I, I don't know. I also th- there was a uh, <laughs> there's a lot of acronyms out there that I think we're not getting. There's a I think it's a mini that I'll see driving home from work from time to time whose license plate is Mr. Bungle. And Maybe it's just, he's in the Bungles. Well, Mr. Bungle's a band. We we know that. But oh, yeah, it's, that's it, the Bangles. Mr. Bungle is a band. Yeah. It's just like a girl roughly our age who drives a Mini that says Mr. Bungle on the back. And maybe she's just a big fan of Mr. Bungle. It could be that simple. But it's just like I, I, there, I, I, got, I always have so many questions and it's never – the best one is when it's like – especially if it has bumper stickers to accompany it where it, the bumper stickers are like, I'm a bitch. Get out of my way. And the license plate is like fucking Barb's car or something like that. And then you pull up and it's just like a 70 year old man. (laughs) It's just like, yep, your car broke down. You're driving your wife's car, aren't you? Aren't you, bud? (laughs) Well, maybe. Or he's Barb. He could be Barb. Hey, no judgment. It's just it's never, ever. Sometimes I see a license plate and I'm like, almost anybody could be driving this. And then I pull up and I see the person. I'm like, except for that person. Somehow they're the one person that doesn't make sense for this license plate. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen with the the ubiquitous New Hampshire plates that you see all over. With the moose. Well, I mean, because honestly, if you see a New Hampshire plate, you can guess who's driving. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, man, it's a guy with a goatee, isn't it? The one exception is, yeah. So California, especially San Francisco, has a ton of vanity plates. Every Tesla has a vanity plate. Good Every fucking Tesla. And Good I will that. say that is the one car, car category where it, it always matches the plate in the sense that it's a douchebag driving the car. Yeah. And, and douchebag and- can apply to any gender, age, race, creed, orientation, but it is 100% a douchebag in that car. Yeah. That's uh that's another road soda stance. Yeah. Pro electric car, anti Tesla. You figure it out. We're pro electric car? Are we not? Oh uh, sorry. I, I didn't realize you, you got an electric car. I, I, I don't have one. I'm just I'm not having kids, so I figured that balanced it out. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean my family tree stops with me too. Yeah. So like my carbon footprint is just lower. So I'm gonna keep driving my Jeep Cherokee. But, you know, other people, maybe buy a Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> buy uh, the Chevy Volt. Don't. Please don't. They seem tiny. They do. I've been in a Leaf. I at least can fit in one. My coworker has one. You know, I, I was always surprised by the amount of space in my mom's Prius. Priuses are spacious. Yeah, they are. They're big as shit on the inside. Well, because it's like a two-cylinder engine with a yeah. battery next to it. I got nothing bad to say about a Prius. Like... At all. Yeah, they're probably hard to work on if you're like a home mechanic. Like, that'd be a bad car if you're trying to take care of it yourself. But other than that, nothing bad to say about a Prius. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one bad thing, my mom got it in like 2007. So this is like the second series. Yep. But I I remember one of my brother's roommates uh, hadn't took issue with it. and, And his gripe was, just doesn't have enough power. Like, I couldn't drive a Prius. Granted, the guy drove a Cadillac Coupe de Ville, but, like, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean... He just... He needs the power. It's yeah. like, well, it's, an, it's like a partially electric car. It's got a lot of power. Yeah, it's got a ton of torque. Technically infinite, if you want to be a douchebag about it. But, you know, some people are hard to convince. They don't like driving around uh, hybrid hatchbacks. Yeah, well, some people have new new definitions of hatch, so... It's callback! 
Fall back. The old hatch. All right, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us for this week. I'm just springing this on Jimbo now, but I feel like next week maybe we do uh, maybe we do a story again since we're in season two. The listeners have been good. They've been writing in. Yeah. And uh, we do what we do uh, a story. We'll figure that out for next week. How's that sound? Yeah, well, I'll uh, I'll get Matt to uh, to write write me up some prose. <laughs> you you tell him the story. Dictate it to him. Put, he puts it into amazing diction and vocabulary. Yeah. And uh, and then I read that verbatim. And then I'll burp and make fart jokes in between while, while you're breathing. I'll just like talk about boobs and trucks on in the interim. Oh, yeah. Can we make a and d game of just like watching movies and drinking beer? Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe you should edit that out so nobody steals our idea. Or we should come up with it before the episode gets released. Either one of those, I'm fine. I mean, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but that exists across 40 different podcasts already. <laughs> what? Either playing D&D as the movie, watching movies while playing D&D and drinking. Like, it all exists. It's just that none of the people doing it are interesting. No, no. I'm saying the game is watching movies and drinking beer. We're we're playing the characters on the couch. Oh. Yeah. Oh, now there's a hot twist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's not a whole lot of action for your character, but I mean, we can make it interesting. We we know what it's like to be on this couch. Absolutely, it's got healing powers. It's plus plus two at least to constitution. Yeah, so you can't spend too long away from it. Exactly. You know, there's some metrics here. Well, speaking of uh, of D and D, here's a fake thing I'm going to say, and it's a fake thing that's going to set Jimbo up to say something, and it's the kind of fake thing. That's going to make you think that what I'm saying isn't just me stalling so that Jimbo can think of a thing to say. And it's not me just saying synonyms of the word advice or wisdom or a, a motto or mantra or any of these. It's a made up thing that's not real and I'm setting him up to say it and it's now time for him to say it with no pretext or preamble or stalling of any kind, we're cutting right to the chase, no beating around the bush. Here it comes, Jimbo. Hit us with that famous thing that I've alluded to that is fake. Go. This is not the thing. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.